Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 804 on this Monday, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, Mike Preston, Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Wonkin Injury Lawyers. It's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ed Norris, what's good, man? Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. He is impressive, man. My God, I love him, man. I love he him. He really is. The, I've watched him a lot because it televised a lot, but and he's something else, man. You know, they they beat the Bills yesterday. It was the best game on the schedule this whole holiday weekend. 37-34 in overtime. And they, run, they won on a Jalen Hurts run. Mm-hmm. Um, but 37 points, that means five touchdowns. He had them all. He ran for two. He threw for three. I mean, he's just something else, man. And that what's really impressive about him, not only can he run, but he's strong as a bull, too. Like, that whole brotherly shove that they use, which is, it sounds ridiculous, but you can't stop it. You they, you know it's coming. The Bills knew it was coming on the goal line. They're like on the one-and-a-half, two-yard line. They line up for it. They're in. The rules committee is going to stop it. Somehow. But, I mean, I know it's a lot of strong men in the middle of that line, you know, the offensive linemen, but your quarterback squats 600 pounds. Dude. Only three guys in that team squat more than him. They're all off. They're all linemen. We all know Philly. Jalen Hurts looks like he was born to be a quarterback in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He embodies that city. So does the coach. The coach yes. looks like he, yeah. should, he was born to coach. It's the shove, brother, shove, brother, yep. shove. Mike Preston was bad. Bad. The NFL. <laughs> No. There, there are no super teams anymore. You ain't never lied. Is it Philly, San Francisco, yeah. Kansas City? Nah. The golden teams that everyone thought had the golden quarterbacks, Buffalo and Cincinnati, they have folded. Atlanta is 5-6 and six and in first place in the NFC South. That's ridiculous. Bill Belichick, who has like seven, eight, nine, I don't even know how many Super Bowl rings. The Patriots are 2-9. and nine. I know everyone wants to talk about parody and it's great for fan interest and so forth, but I don't think a lot of fans are interested in watching some of this stuff on TV, especially those Thursday, those Thanksgiving Day games. It's parody because of mediocrity. Yes. I, I like greatness. I like team setting standards. I like watching good football. And when I watch the NFL these days, it's not good. It's not entertaining. I could not agree with you more. Jeremy Khan, what's ugly, man? Lots of ugliness. First off, we're going to start off with the Patriots, right? And we're going to stay there because that was the ugliest thing I've seen in a long time yesterday. First off, one of the things I want to mention is yesterday, the the most heavily bet teams went 13-2 and two against the spread, meaning Vegas took it on the chin. They got hammered yesterday, which means I got my ass whooped yesterday too. I love the Patriots coming into yesterday's game. If you watch the game and understand what's happening in it, the Giants did nothing to win that game. The Patriots kept throwing them the damn ball. And I'm talking interceptions where it's like, hey, Rob, catch this. 
It was unbelievable. Mac Jones was so bad. He had a pass rating of 27.8. Had he started the game and his 21 passes that he'd thrown, instead of throwing them, if he'd have spiked them right into the ground every single time, he would have had a passer rating of 39.6. How do you have a lower passer rating against the Giants than this? How does he keep making those throws? Like It's just unbelievable. These two cats, and then when they called him Bailey Zappi, and he comes in, and they're moving the ball down the field, and here we go. We got a first down, a first down. Bailey goes, you're not on my team. Do you want the ball? Here. And he throws it to him. What are we watching? The Patriots got two wins on the year. Yeah. They're so freaking bad. And here's Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito beat oh, him up. Oh, yeah. Give me the high five with the backwards hand, baby. <laughs> Gobble ghoul and chicken cutlets for everyone. 103.9 passer rating. Unbelievable. And he wasn't good. He... <laughs> He took so many sacks yesterday that they didn't call three of them sacks six. because he was running. Yeah. He got tackled for loss three other times. Because he started to run, they called them tackles instead of sacks. Are you kidding me? Even when they were tackled behind the line of scrimmage, I'm just losing my mind, man. The Patriots were so bad yesterday. You know what gets me with them? A listener called in and said the Ravens should have ran the ball more last night, even though they did run more than mm-hmm. they threw. The Patriots threw the ball 35 times for a passer rating of 33.4. They ran the football 31 times for an average of just under five yards. They should have run the ball more. I don't. I, I didn't get watching the game. They should have run the ball more. The, every single every point that the Giants was well, a little bit of points that the Giants got because nobody was scoring in that game came off of Patriots turnovers leading them in their own field. It was unbelievable. All watching ten that game. Yeah. All ten points. 10-7 And game. then they missed a field goal at the end of the game that was a 30-some yarder or whatever it was. 10-7 game. Mm. Mike, 10-7 in the NFL game. That's exciting. Dunbar Merville would have given you more excitement than that. bad. You've seen better plays in the Dunbar Merville football game. I, I've had some basketball teams that – like coaching, playing in a game where I felt like we said offense back, and I look at the other coach and say, "You want to do left-handed layups to see who wins this game? Like we'll just have an off. Like I don't want to watch this anymore. This is just bad basketball. Like watching that Patriots Giants game, I'm going, how does anybody here have a job? It was so bad, and that, and it you feel like you're discrediting the defenses who went out and they did. They both played well, but it's like, come on, yeah, what is this? Thank you very much, gentlemen. 410-583-1057 if you want to get in because 830 is fan reaction, your show. But on the other side, we'll take a look at number eight's performance, Lamar Jackson, right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting to the Super Bowl is a goal, you know, but we're going to just take it a week at a time. That's all we can do. We can't worry about being a number one seed or anything like that. You know, it's the NFL. Anything can happen any given Sunday, Thursday. Whenever you play Monday, you know, we just got to keep focusing Keep trying to win these games because it's a tough league. It is a tough league. Too soon to think about the number one seed. Just play your way into it. You don't need to think about it. Just you're there. Play your way into it. Lamar Jackson, 18 of 32 for 177. A touchdown, no interceptions. Good enough for a C-plus according to uh, Mike Preston. Mike, why C-plus? Or C-minus. C-minus, I'm sorry. Why C-minus? Well, it's better than a D? Of course. (laughs) The the thing I see with um, Lamar is – Sometimes he's up, sometimes he's down. Um, I think he's effective on the first read, where he can throw the ball quickly, get it out in space. That's his thing. That's what Lamar does well. But when this team has to drop back and and he has to go through his progressions, two things happen. Their offensive tackles are not very good, and he gets pressured. And then once he starts feeling a little bit of pressure, sometimes he panics, and he doesn't make it through his reads. And some of those times he was – Throwing the ball away, or I, I guess what he was trying to do was throw the ball away. Man, that dude, that was really bad decisions. Where I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you thinking? So that's why I gave him a, a, a C minus. When you have four turnovers, you put up three points. You're the quarterback. You know, you're like the the president. Regardless of what happens, you're responsible. Oh yeah, like the head coach. Right, he's responsible. Now, Mike, you say on his first read, there were a couple of times last night where he would look for the short pass. See the defender jump the route, and he would throw somewhere else. Do you count that as a progression or just one-two? You, you, you know what I thought was the Chargers figured it out and started saying, "We're not giving you that anymore." Now, when we take that away, what did the Raven? What did the Ravens do? You know, schematically, right? Okay. W- w- what did they come back with? I, I didn't see an answer, and that's why I said I, I I see a pattern starting to emerge that they come out and they're very good. But then in the second half, when teams start to catch up a little bit with them, well, what's the next card? What's the next chess move? I don't see it with this football why, team. Why is that, Jeremy? Why is that, you know, the, the game plan in terms of, of uh, you know, coming off of if plan A doesn't work, let's go to plan B. Why is that an issue with this football team? I don't know. Like, And they had, don't forget they had 10 days to get ready for this, too. You're watching a Chargers team. And, again, it's not easy to win on the road, but um, – and the other thing you got to factor in is, look, they did lose Mark Andrews. I don't care what you say. That's a big change to what you typically do offensively. Yeah. And you're going to have to tweak it, like what I saw with um, likely a little bit. But I don't know. I, I don't know why sometimes we see the teams, and I wish I had a better answer, but I, I just don't. Like, 
you see him come out and you're watching the games at times and going, what the hell is happening? Why why do why do you look like this right now and why aren't you converting? Like Harbaugh had the best view or vantage point for that challenge on that lateral and still decided to go forward with that thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I, I don't know why week to week we see difference. And maybe it is a league thing now. Like there's a there's a handful of teams each week where you're like, I know what I can expect from them. Some good, some bad. Ooh. Well, like Kansas City was one of those teams. This year is a little bit different. Okay. Philadelphia. I mean now. No, but with Philly, Philly's showing up every week. They've won some close games. Philly and San Fran are the two teams that I know what I'm getting every week. Those two teams. And I don't San know. San Fran threw you for a loop because they had a three game losing streak. Yeah, but you, they had some injuries. But yeah, they had some injuries. That's, that's a little different. I mean, they're the only teams. I don't know what I'm getting from Miami game to game. I just don't think it's just not a good league. It's, it's not, but we all love football. We keep like we have been watching bad football all year long, and people get it twisted. I'm not talk. I'm not saying good football is forty one thirty eight and all this high, but you know it when you see it. Like I thought the Bills game was pretty good yesterday. There was some bad defense in the second half. The elements part of it, but like watching the the, the Jaguars game was fun, but most of those games yesterday were just bad football over and over again. Well, and they're getting killed nationally. I mean. I read SB Nation the way it was described. The four people just went after this. It was one said it was a pathetic, embarrassing, lethargic win for the Ravens. Yeah, I mean that's how it's being you know described by certain people. They talked about you know multiple coaching and executioners, present offense, um, disastrous play call and personnel decisions. Uh, Harper did a poor job. Became the challenging and not challenging plays. This was this is different people. Yeah. I don't know how you like Mike. You've watched the league, like, covered this league. I mean, it just it feels like bad football now instead of good defense or good offense. Have you ever seen it this bad? No, this is the worst you've seen. Yeah, and and, and there there are a number of reasons why. Because now they have this uh, these college offenses in. Well, once you bring those in, you it takes you two or three years to groom the the quarterback because usually in college football they're used to. Check reading me. one side of the field, the yeah. half side field, and then all of a sudden, oh, then we got to read the whole field. Well, that's another year, two years. Stances for offensive linemen. They're used to being in two points in the NFL. No, you, you got to go back to three point. We got to know how to run block again. You shouldn't be ha- having to teach that again. That's basic fundamental defensive side of the ball. Tackling. The tackling is pathetic. And and part of it is because they don't tackle in practice. They're I, walkthroughs. I don't – and look, I'm a very forward-thinking guy when it comes to the offenses, and I like some of the strategy and things that go on. I don't know why it makes me so angry when I see third and inches and you're back in a shotgun. Yep. But it pisses me off. Even though I like the I, I, I like the forward-thinking of the offenses because, like, you got to have the threat of the run there if you're going to play action. And I'm not – I don't think it's as great out of the shotgun no. in a short-yarded situ- situation. No. So, like, I don't know. That's just me. That's a preference thing. I've said this for years. I hate the fade pattern. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like we've seen as much of it, but teams still go to it when it's you know, first and goal from the 10. Why are you running a fade there? That should be like a last-ditch option unless you have one-on-one coverage. And even then, I don't like the fade. Let your guy run a better route and get open. Well, you got hey, speed routes. Who, who are the great quarterbacks in this league right now? I mean, you got some guys that are young and talented, but great. They were screaming Mahomes about CJ. great. Right. They okay. Were, but they were screaming about C.J. Stroud being up for MVP this year. That's how bad it's been in this league. He's been really good and better than what anybody could have expected. But MVP, that's what we're talking about? Right. But there's no Peyton Manning, Brady, Drew Brees, those kind of matchups that you said, oh, man, I can't wait to watch that because they're playing. I, I, I don't see it. I don't feel it. That's for sure. 
I mean, I think Rob's right. Mahomes is the one guy you look at, and I think there are other guys that you love to watch play. But to be fair to the rest of the league, it's – I mean, Josh Allen's having a, an extremely subpar year for his standards and not getting killed enough for it. Um, there, There's a bunch of guys, even Justin Herbert. I mean, that's not – you can't have that. And I understand he's lost, what, two of his wide receivers. Um, but come on, man. Like, And I'm not even talking about this week. We've watched it week after week. Right. Guys are getting passes. And we were talking about all the injuries. He, like, you know how sad it is that I'm dying to see Kirk Cousins? He's Ooh. gone too, man. That was another one that got hurt. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'd kill to see Kirk Cousins over Tommy DeVito and Mac Jones. Mac Jones, kick his ass out of the league right now. He stinks. <laughs> Son of a... You good, Jeremy? I'm all right, man. You, all right, you sure? Yeah. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Monday morning quarterback presented by Wonkin Injury Lawyers. 845, we'll have the AFC North Report. But you got to wait for that because up next, I want to hear from you. Fan reaction on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Taking your phone calls, 410-583-1057. Let's go out to Annapolis and get John. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good morning. Good. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, I just got two things real quick, man. Um, I think uh, some of the veterans got to gotta talk to Flowers there at the end and just tell him to take a knee. He, he got more than enough yardage. He didn't need to score that touchdown. You know, they only, the Chargers only had one timeout left. You know, get that first down and then have Lamar take a couple of knees. Uh, and then the game's over. To that, uh, and, well, to that point, real quick, we were just talking about. We're talking that. It off air. And, and, and yeah, look, the Browns. I think it was the Browns that had a ten point lead, and or had a three point lead, ran one in, and ended up losing the game. But there were, you know, the the surefire way to lock it up is just slide down there, and then you run the clock out. The likelihood of somebody coming back with that amount of time and a ten point deficit, it's it's not likely. I mean, it can happen. You know, and, and John, you said the veterans should have told him. There were veterans around him celebrating. It looked like no one. I think they wanted to get the, the end. Yeah, out. I think no one. I don't think any of the veterans had that in mind. Yeah, fair point. Uh, s- second thing, really quick, man. I'm I'm not a fan of this three-headed monster we got going on at the running back. Me either. Man. Me either. Uh, you know, J- Justice Hill is just a diet version of Keaton Mitchell at this point. Let, let the let the young kid run. 
and you know we, we need to get Gus more more carries. Well, you have three running backs, John. You have one too many. I'm a firm believer in that. I've said that since the, a couple of years ago you when like they had three running backs. The lightning and thunder type thing. But, right? but I, I will say this. You watch Mitchell. He had some injuries early in the season, preseason, and then the first game or the first games he got in. Watch it with the rookies and, and what's going on with them because their bodies aren't physically ready for it. So I would, I would just use two, but I understand them using three, but – you think they're trying to keep him fresh for the playoffs by like splitting it up that much? There were headlines that Gus was injured on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I mean, these running backs are getting beat up, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, the, the way the league is right now. So, so I wonder if he was hurt and he kind of just held him back a little bit. I mean, Gus has been hurt most of the year, been nicked up here and there. Mm-hmm. So got to be careful. We really don't know what goes on in those locker rooms and what's getting, who's getting treatment and who's not. Well, the Ravens are, 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 are notorious for doing this, though, the three running backs. Mm-hmm. Before. Let's go to Rob in Churchville. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man, just being a Ravens fan is certainly a crazy thing, man. I was biting my fingernails off. But, hey, what I wanted to bring up is Justin Tucker. The guy is the greatest field goal kicker I've ever seen in my life and probably all in the National Football League. But it seems like if he doesn't get used enough, he, he gets this little chink that, hey, maybe he misses one, and he missed one last night, and – could that become a problem that might fester when it gets into the playoffs? Because I don't think that we can trust Lamar to get us to the promised land, but I know we can trust Justin Tucker. Uh, I, I don't think it's uh, – I, I think we're we're spoiled here. You've had the greatest kicker in the history of the league, and before that you had you know one of the most accurate kickers in the history of the league. So you've had you've had great kickers here. And I get it, like you start to pick him apart and he's gonna he's gonna have some issues as he gets older, he'll start to miss here or there. The leg looks extremely strong. Um yeah, that's that's a very makeable kick. Should have made it, he missed it. I, I don't I don't judge Justin Tucker that way because I have the utmost confidence when they go to him. I'm surprised when he misses. So I d I don't know about you, you guys, but Mike watching that last night, it didn't did it bothered me in the context of where the game was at that time. Right. But, like, overall, I'm not concerned about no, him. No, I have no concerns about Justin Tucker at all. Tuck, 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 tuck. I think it's, uh, you know, that's, is that what we're going with? I'm he out. doesn't trust – he trusts the kicker to get you to the promised land, but he doesn't trust the quarterback. How's the kicker get in position to kick field goals? The Ravens coming into this week have scored 34, 31, and 37 points respectively. What do you – what kind of – I mean, I, I'm not even going to how much I trust him. That's the most ridiculous statement. I don't trust – the quarterback, but I trust the kicker to get me to the promised land. Mm. How's the kicker get in field goal position? Yeah. If, I mean, if <laughs> how, how does that how does that happen? If he, he doesn't have enough opportunities. His lack of opportunities is not for a lack of scoring because I just gave you their point total the last three weeks. So it means they're getting in the end zone. That's why he's not getting opportunities. If you're Mac Jones or if you're the Giants, you just wait for Mac Jones to throw you the football and then you kick the field goal. You kick the field goal. It's in your territory. Yeah, that, I mean, this, this, I'm, I'm not even answering the do I trust Justin Tucker. I just want to know the ridiculousness. of. The, and the week before, they, they played the Cardinals. So they scored 34, 31, 37, 31 leading into this game. And Justin Tucker's not getting enough opportunities. I think Tom and Finksburg. People stupid. Hi. Tom, what's up, Tom? Hi. Hey, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I just wanted to – I got a question about the Steelers game. When they got their touchdown, that holding flag that they picked up, I just don't understand that one. And then in the Philadelphia game, 
I don't understand how a wide receiver can catch the ball, take two steps before he gets his third step and gets knocked out, and they call that an incomplete pass. But yet, if you get two feet in bounds and you step out of bounds, you know it's a complete thing. You know that's a complete pass. I just don't understand. Well, that. look, there's there's different, and I'll say this: Look, I had the Eagles yesterday as my lock. Depending on when you bet it, you either won or pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem that I see with, with that play in specific, because look, and this is me being as biased as I can be on it, the guy caught the ball, and it's so bang-bang, and because they call it on the field incomplete, I don't know that you can overturn it. And there's differences. It's the same thing in the end zone. When you're looking at the end zone, if you guys watch the Michigan-Ohio State game, whether that was an, a touchdown or an interception, to me it's clearly a touchdown because the guy already crossed the plane and then the ball comes mm-hmm. out. But then people were saying, did he have possession of it? It's different going out of bounds. It's different going to the ground in the end zone. It's different when you're being contacted. Do you maintain possession to the ground? So there's all types of things they have to look at. And routinely, if it's called on the field and there's nothing that says you have to overturn it, it stands. I didn't think A.J. Brown had possession of the football. When I didn't he, either. When he caught it, the defender's hand was in there along with the football. I, he didn't have possession of it. I, I thought it was bang, bang, and I yeah. wish that I was wrong, and they overturned it, and they there, won the game. There just needs to be consistency. You know, I heard one official explain it as three steps. You got to get three steps, and I'm like, no, nah. nah, I don't agree with that either. And then it, another one said it was two steps, and I remember when it used to be one and a half steps. And a football And it should be a football yeah. now, now it just keeps changing and yeah. changing and changing. There's no consistency. It, it's become... Subjective instead it's of just objective. gray area. There's I thought it was a football area. move, and I don't think AJ Brown made a football move with the ball. And I agree with you. And, and again, <laughs> I I'm totally biased right. in that game. I'm watching it going. If I'm going to be honest about it, like that's I, they should call it the right way. And I didn't think that was a catch and a fumble. We were talking about Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Uh, what was he? Eleven carries, uh, Joe. Away from his career high in carries per season. Uh, like, career high is one forty four. He's at one thirty three right now. Okay, so he'll get that easily. With what, six games left? Correct. Five or six. There's six games left. Six games left, will he go over 200? Hmm. He's five, he's 130 something now. Will he go over 200? That's interesting. But six games Could left. Could happen. Could happen. So he's what, what, 65 away from. from... And you never know around here because he could get 12 one game and then get five the next game. He had 12 carries for 112 yards. And then the next game, get five carries. Yeah. Why, why didn't you give him more carries? Why didn't our game plan? <laughs> we got to go back and look at the film. Did they win or did they lose the game? Yeah, I I'm just proud of these guys. <laughs> I just love this team. Got to go back and look at the film. It's a great question. Oh, they won. <laughs> so it's a great question that they win. Yeah. By the way, um, according to reports, Joe Flacco should start against the Rams next week. Like you didn't see that happen? No, I did. I just wanted to throw it out there because it's it's official. Go ahead, Fretz. I'm saying a word. <laughs> How about Joe Flacco leads him to the division? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's still better than a lot of these backup quarterbacks in this league. I, Is I mean, he good? I, I'm not saying he's good. Okay. I'm just saying <laughs> I just he's, still, he's still better than I just, okay, a lot of these quarterbacks. I, just want, a, I want a clarity backup. on that. I want no, a clarity. I'm not going to say he's good. <laughs> I need to see what he looks like when the pressure gets to him. Because some of the older guys, once that pressure starts hitting, it's just like chuck and duck. Well, you know, it was hard to tell because he was in the Jets offense. The Jets offense is pathetic. 
Um, and, and that's where he was. Hey, Ed's that. right there, man. man. Come on, dude. Ed's right there. All you have to do is Mike? say earmuffs, and Ed doesn't man. listen to it. He's got feelings. <laughs> Ed knows that offense is pathetic. But he don't want to hear anybody. He <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear it. Jets kill Carl. Oh. <laughs> Big time. Poor Carl. <laughs> Sal for the postgame press conference uh, at 9 o'clock. But on the other side, ASC North Report on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. AFC North Report. One time for the city. The Browns. My city. Can't afford on the road like this. Second and goal. Mims the motion man. It's Wilson on the keep. Russell Wilson for the touchdown. Russell, for the touchdown, let's talk all about it. Courtesy of CBS, Jeremy Kahn. Yeah, the Browns, uh, they were due to yesterday. They lost 29-12. to Looks like this Broncos team's on a bit of a win streak. Couldn't really get anything going. Uh, DTR, good old Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Uh, he 14-29, one touchdown, 134 yards. It does sound like they're going to Joe Flacco for the next week against the Rams. Right now, as it stands, though, Steelers, Browns, and Colts would be the wild card teams in the playoffs. So they still have a lot to play for, even though it doesn't feel like it when you look at those teams. So I think the Browns... If Joe Flacco can add some sort of life, and I think that means don't turn the ball over and let the defense handle business, maybe they can make the playoffs, but I don't think they're doing anything. Yeah. Uh, it's I a great it. defense. It's just the offense is horrendous. Well, the other team in Ohio, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. The Steelers. You know, we did what we needed to do to win. Guys like myself and Kenny, man, we're, we're judged based on winning and losing, and, and we don't run from that. We run to that. Uh, so he and I are winners today. My bad. The Steelers, not the Bengals. Mike Preston, what you got, man? Steelers, man. They they fired their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, nicknamed Canada Dry. <laughs> and there's a reason why he was Canada Dry. Boy, they started throwing the ball around the field yesterday. Pickett, whew, found some nice passes down the field. They were challenging him. Uh, put the long ball back in. On the outside, and then through to the tight end several times over the middle. You know, usually when you have a coaching change, sometimes the players want to come out and say, "Oh, it's the coach, wasn't us." And you saw that in the, the Bills game where they open up their offense a little bit more. And you certainly saw it with the Steelers. Uh, they can still get after the quarterbacks. They can still rush. They're gonna be interesting to watch down the stretch because the uh, next four or five of their games are definitely winnable mm-hmm. and then maybe that sets the stage up for them to possibly get into the playoffs when they come to Baltimore but it's a different team I mean and maybe they found themselves maybe they didn't I don't know but they sure were interesting to watch yesterday yeah very interesting to watch yesterday that's a dangerous team yeah they they, they got some uh, players on the outside that can, can, can get down the field but they just didn't challenge anybody, and they definitely got a running game. So we'll see what happens. Defensively, they're they're pretty strong, even though um, they can give up some plays occasionally down the field. But uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this team. Yeah, it is. 
Well, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they're no quarterback right now, but they're still playing football. The Bengals. Who they think they're going to beat them Bengals? And on the Cincinnati Bengals, Ed Norris, you look at this football team and Joe Burrow with him being out, it changes everything for them. Absolutely everything for them. They're 5-6 and six on the year, and they don't look good. And on top of that, they're 0-4 in the division. They're not very good. They're, Joe Burrow makes all the difference in the world. Without him, they go nowhere. Um, it's a different team. I mean, just for instance, yesterday, you know, Jake Browning, who? Yeah, Jake Browning was the quarterback. Through 26 times, 19 completions, 227 yards, one TD, one pick. Well, they must have gone to the ground if they only threw 26 times. Nope. 11 carries for 25 yards. Joe Mixon had 16 yards. And you look at how is that possible? Oh, that's right. The Steelers had the ball for 37 minutes. Yep. 37 minutes. It was... Just uh, just terrible. The score doesn't even reflect how bad it was. 421 yards for Pittsburgh, 222 for Tennessee. The Steelers won 16-10, but the Bengals are just a totally different team without Joe Burrow. Totally different. Um, Got a question in the front row here. Oh, yes. I beg to differ. Yes. The score does reflect how bad it was. That was a bad game. <laughs> no, I mean how bad the beating was. I know what you yeah. meant. That was bad. How can you have yeah. the ball for 37 minutes and manage 16 points? Yeah. Was a comedy, what are you doing? The comedy error is watching that game. What yeah. are you? What are you doing for thirty-seven minutes? If you managed sixteen points, well, they were losing three to nothing for a good portion of the first half, and then got that touchdown after a long Najee Harris run. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, it, <laughs> yeah, he had ninety-nine yards. It, Pittsburgh Jamar, was down seven-three at the half. Jamar Chase made two, well, three amazing catches, two off of tip passes, but one on the sideline, which it's like he's so good. Even with bad quarterbacks, just throw the ball up to him and let's see if he can do something. It was mm-hmm. like at the end of the Ohio State game when they were just yelling, just throw the ball to Marvin Harrison and see what happens. Because that's what you want to you know, like. Let your playmakers be playmakers in those moments. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more. Um, AFC North, just a couple of weeks ago, everybody was in the playoffs. Yep. Now they're fading. Well, still three of the teams. But, but, you know, that's going to end up that way. <laughs> that's why I say they're fading. I, they're not out of it, but they're fading. I, I think so. Um uh, right down the Cleveland Browns are the number six seed at seven and four. They they could sneak their way in. They could. They're three and two in the division. Steelers had the best division record at three and one. I can't believe. I mean, I guess I can because I watched it happen. Not only Mike Preston are the Bengals four zero oh, and four in the conference and the division. They're one and six in the conference. Every loss they've had this Ooh. year have been AFC losses. Well, I guess, hey, you got that, that mark on your back because you've been to the AFC Championship game in the last two years, and that one year you went to the Super Bowl. So um, teams get a little excited to play them. Plus, the, the Bengals started talking a little trash. Yeah. The, 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 the first year. Big for the britches. Um, yeah, when they started, you know, oh, yeah, we're this, we're that, we're that. Our chase started yapping. Burr started yapping. And all of a sudden, oh, you want to start playing? Can you back it up? And – they did for another year, but they haven't backed it up since. And they certainly um, they look like a different team this year. And you thought maybe the defense would carry them, but that didn't happen either. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. And Steelers, Browns, who are the best team between those two? Steelers. Jeremy? They're both trash. They're both trash. Mike? 
Steelers. It, I, I don't think it's close. The, the Steelers have some balance. The Browns have no balance. None. They only have the only other quarterback that began the season other than the Ravens in that division. Do you think they should get new balance? Oh, you might get one now with that. <laughs> <laughs> Will Joe Flacco make a difference? Nope. Nope. Mike? He'll make somewhat of a difference. You, Rob, you, you can't have a quarterback who cried after the game last week. Because we won the game, so we don't know. No, quarterbacks don't cry in the National Football League. That was good back then. Right, and you see what happened to him. No, he was sweating. <laughs> he was going after one year. So that's what happens. And then all of a sudden, you know, one thing about Joe Flacco is he, Joe's always been a tough guy. This is Mike he, the Alpha. He hasn't worked very hard, but he, he he didn't work very hard when he was here, but no, he's a tough guy. I can what did you see from Joe Flacco when he left Baltimore? Nothing. I didn't see anything from his last three years. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not what Mike's saying is technically right. Will it be better? It has to be better because it's been awful. Right. But is it good enough to do anything? No. No. That's why that's I, I said saying, the Steelers are better. I yeah. have a car that doesn't start. Well, at least this one starts. Yes. Doesn't move, but it does start. So it's better. Right. Yeah, because then you at least turn the heat on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rhythm. Listen, let the music play, you know what I mean? It's got something. It's got something. No transmission. But... This league is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, man. Every team we're talking about, it's like, I, I feel like we're grading everyone on a curve. It's like, Matt Stafford had a great game. Can the Rams, who cares if the Rams make the playoffs? They suck. You know, you all these teams you're looking at. Like, we have, the Colts are terrible. All those teams, they all have backup quarterbacks, including the Steelers. They just didn't know they drafted a backup quarterback. Kenny Pickett sucks, man. And yet the Arizona Diamondbacks made it to the World Series. What the hell? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on here. <laughs> One of these teams might make it, Mike. Yeah. You, you, you know why? Know. You don't know. nobody's that good. You you remember when we did the, the, the it's the old, who's making the playoffs? The five out, five in right. thing. It was always the, the big thing we had. And we were all looking at the AFCs like, Man, how are these? And I did it, and I accidentally left Cincinnati out, and you guys wouldn't let me change it? <laughs> hey, I'm looking smart on that one. It's not the only thing I got right in the NFL this year. Mike Preston's report card at 9.30 around the NFL without MVPs at 9.15, but on the other side, here, our coach, John Harbaugh, talking about the big win last night. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.